Blog Talk Radio.
a dollar, that's $30, and I can get a couple of pack of onesies, some socks, because we have what we call our baby in a bag movement, all right? So we're giving out fully loaded diaper bags to infants that have been born in the NICU unit or just infants that show, you know, whose whose families show uh, some sort of a financial need, you know, really. I mean, I don't care. I'll start handing out diaper bags on the corners. You know, but we want to make sure that this stuff is getting to people who actually need it and deserve it and who are not just out there trying to beat the system. All right? So that's what we got going on over there. Um, also, um, you guys, for those of you that are into candy and um, fudge and all of those good things, I've been meaning to do this for a minute. Uh, Shadonis Nicole has some delicious, delicious fudge. I'm not really a candy person, but because I am a person of my word, uh, one of the, the sisters that has been rocking with me and following me, she gets her sessions with me. She has started a little company, and her website is www.shadonisnicole.com. And let me spell that for you guys. That's S is in Sam, H A D is in David, O N is in Nancy, I S is in Sam, Nicole dot com, all one word, lowercase. So this is some really good stuff. And although I'm not like a candy eater, I had to taste it because I couldn't get up here and advertise her stuff and tell a lie and say that it wasn't good. But trust that the children and the husband devoured what I didn't eat. So um, really, really good stuff. You know, um, she has a couple of different uh, varieties, and the packaging is really cool and fancy. And I'm encouraging all our brothers and sisters that have your own businesses. You know, this is this is what it's about. All right, it's about it's about you know getting those creative juices flowing. And, and putting that information into the universe and, and then whatever comes back to you, you know, in thought form, you know, you go ahead and put that into action, you know, and you can you can make some money for yourself or whatever. So, you know, Shadonis Nicole with the good fudge, delicious little candies and stuff like that, really cute. So you guys check out ShadonisNicole.com um, and, and get that sister a shout-out, tell her Aphrodite Stone sent you. All right? So if you have a little product or a little business you're trying to get off the ground, do like the sister did and send me a sample of your product. I don't have a problem with putting you out there advertising, letting people know what you're doing. This is for my people that are a part of uh, the, the Starseed Healer Aphrodite Stone movement. You know, you can't just be somebody walking in off the streets like, yo, I got a business, tell everybody about it. No, it doesn't work like that. This is a, 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 a my gratitude for the people that, that have shown me love and shown me loyalty. So guess what? I'm not charging anything to, to, to put this information out. And at the end of this video, I'll have a, a picture up of the sister's business card. All right, so you guys can send me your business card and your products. All right, the address, uh, get on over to Live Your Dreams, actually, and that's where you'll find the address where you can also send uh, uh, samples of whatever your products are. All right, and if you offer services, um, you know, just get at me and we could discuss some very, very um, reasonable um, promotional packages for you. All right, so... Spiritual spouses and how to divorce them. Spiritual spouses, spiritual spouses. What's a spiritual spouse, Sister Stone? Well, spiritual spouse is something what many of you are walking around with right now. Um, I had one at one point and didn't realize what was going on in my life. Um, 
until my papa um, broke this down to me in Nigeria. Um, I hadn't even been familiar with such a concept, and I've been doing a lot of research on it since since maybe you know um, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years since he since he put me onto this concept and let me know what was wreaking so much havoc in my life. Um, I've done a lot of research and there's a lot of skeptics concerning this topic. There's a lot of people who seem to think it's hogwash, especially a lot of people in the Christian churches, which surprise me. Um, and a lot of the Christian churches that come out of the continent, um, seem to think that this is hogwash primarily because it's a widespread um, concept all throughout Africa. And not just Africa, though. Many, many cultures have this concept of spiritual husbands and spiritual wives. Hmm. Well, what is it? If if I could define it in my own terms and, and through what I experienced um, you might be experiencing something, let's just say, and, and either gender of people can have this this phenomena happen in their life. Okay, is it an, an, a, 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 a good thing? Is it a not-so-good thing? Is it something we should fear? Well, I'll answer number three first. It's nothing that we should fear because when we walk in the vibration of fear, I'm going to say this until I get blue in the face. I don't think I'll get blue in the face, so I'll never stop saying it. That as long as we're vibrating in fear, um, that just opens the door to a whole host of other problems and issues. Okay. So fear is, let's just strike that from, from, from the record. All right. So is it a good thing? Is it a not so good thing? You know, where do they come from? You know how a lot of people, sisters, I'm going to talk to you for a minute. Okay. Because it's a widespread phenomenon among women, and not just melanated women, all all type of women, sisters everywhere, Asian sisters, Hispanic sisters, everywhere, you know. Um, my thing is, have you ever been so lonely and 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 desperate for a man? You you know, a lot of times we've been there. You know, we feel like. I don't want to say desperate and, and use that in the sense of, you know, you'll you'll go to any length and you'll go to any extreme. But here's one way that you can attract a spiritual spouse by constantly being in a low vibration and longing to be with someone and having either a desperate fear of being alone or just in constant, constant low vibration, you know over the fact that you are not in a relationship with someone. So what happens is, and I wrote notes, but I'm just going to try to channel for a minute and just see how it flows. And then if I have to look at my notes, I'll look at them. But um, you attract these entities, these, these, these spirits, you know. And if you watched or listened, rather, to the Galactic Federation upload that I just did, you'll learn a little bit about how these spirits move and, and whatnot. And we'll talk more about that in the future. But you attract these spirits through, number one, your root chakra, because through 
the fear of being alone through the feelings of loneliness and unworthiness and all of these different things the foundation your your is not is not solid you don't have a solid foundation spiritually emotionally speaking okay so you can attract lower vibrational energies through your root chakra then if you're real horny and you maybe you masturbating a lot and I'm I'm getting we grown right can I can I talk to you like we grown Okay, so you 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 very sexually, you know, you know you horny. You don't have anybody there, so you might be masturbating a lot, different things like that. So what you're doing when you are um, masturbating is you are building a particular energy. You're building a sexual energy. So now, if your root chakra is already jacked up because you know you're lonely, you're, you're tired of being by yourself, you're frustrated, all of these different things. There's there's the opening. So now that energy has an opportunity to move up through your 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 sacral chakra now. You know, so you're masturbating, you're building sexual energy, you know, your 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 different chakras are being affected, your energy centers are being affected. And you attract this maybe you're not aware that this is what's going on. You may have a seriously, seriously, take some notes. You may have uh, if you're in a relationship, you may have distress or problems in your marriage all the time or problems in your relationship. You might be the type of person that has a hatred of marriage. You, I ain't getting married. I never want to get married. I ain't never seen nobody happy in marriage. Hmm? You might feel neglected. By the opposite sex, like nobody won't look at me. Nobody won't look at me. Hmm? Um, having dreams, vivid dreams about having sex with people in your dreams. You know, this is how. If you know anything, I'm very surprised that the that the Christian churches and the Christian pastors and stuff. Well, you can't be surprised because you know they can't teach and reveal what hasn't been revealed to them. So we can't. We just gotta send love to them, brothers and sisters. But you know that you can attract energies, you know, that way. Okay. So you know you're having sex vividly in your dreams with people. See, they call it incubus and succubus to a degree. But what happens when you get one that sticks with you? It keeps coming back. This is going to sound really, really weird to a lot of you. But to the many women all around the world that have had encounters with some sort of unseen or invisible uh Energy that literally felt like it was up inside of them having sex. Y'all wasn't ready for that, were you? It's gonna be a lot of people probably gonna email me on that one. I'll start. I'll start a um a discussion at the website AphroditeStone.com because I know a lot of people. A lot of women, I've talked to sisters that have had sessions. I've talked to brothers that have had ses- sessions. You know, um, sisters and, and women are not the only 
you know, gender that goes through this. Brothers go through this too. Okay, so you have one that comes back. So you might have one that every relation, you, you figure, what is going on? You all are saying, Sister Stone, is somebody putting a root on me? Every relationship that I try to get into, every relationship that I start with somebody, it gets sabotaged, Sister Stone. I think somebody putting a root on me and I'm, you know, I'm investigating spiritually the situation. Well, I haven't really found any evidence of voodoo or black magic. Sometimes there is. Right? But in many cases, it isn't. So what's the problem? Then I start thinking to myself, like, damn, okay, well, if it's not that, what is it? Now, ask the person. I say, well, could it be some things about yourself that you may need to examine? And then a certain thing came into my consciousness a few weeks ago, and I said, I thought about what old school said, you know, um, about why I was having a lot of problems earlier on in my marriage, and he was suggesting some other things like I had to appease these this 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 spiritual that I, I had actually a lot of male spirits around me, you know, Ogun, Shango, you know, other ones like I and and it makes sense because I have one daughter and four sons. My grandmother had the same, so I got crazy uncles, um, you know. I don't really have a, a, a lot of, you know, outside of my sisters, you know, um, there's a lot of males around me in the physical life. So when the Baba told me that, you know, I had this issue with these male spirits around me that didn't want me being involved with anybody, that they was, I said, what? You know, I'm thinking to myself, what? Get out of here. To me, some male spirit upset and mad because I'm married. Get out of here. But my mind went back to when I was involved in certain practices, you know, um, burning candles and doing rituals and stuff like that, you know. When I was involved in that type of stuff, trying to draw love, this is why I tell you all not to do love spells. This is why I say don't do a love spell because you're going to be spelling your ass into something you ain't ready for. <laughs> Especially if you're single. you got to be careful. You ain't, you wasn't specific in your love spell or your ritual when you put it out there. You say, well, mate, you, some of you all, you're doing, doing the love spell on a particular person, but some of you all, you're trying to draw love. Okay, so some of these little... These little spirits, floaties out here floating in the spirit realm, they're, they're picking up on what it is that you're, the, the, the beacons that you're throwing out. They say, oh, is she lonely? Oh, let me go by the house and tap that real quick. <laughs> Think it's a joke? It might sound like I'm joking. I'll say it to you in a way that you understand it. I'll say it in a way that resonates with you. So when you're doing these love spells and you crying out, crying at night in your bed, lonely, I just want a man. God, please send me a man. I, I need, you know, I'm tired of being by myself. You're not even in the right alignment to be asking for a relationship. Why? Because you're crying. I tried to explain to you all before about the the low vibrational energies. And when you're praying, 
you think God is hearing your prayer. God said, come as you are. Pray, pray, pray. Cast your cares upon me, my child. Nah. God not hearing you and you upset, angry, crying and all that. You had a low vibration at that point. In order to connect with the with the with the higher vibrational energy of love, you got to raise your vibration. So you might be crying and praying and doing all that. You're getting it out of you. You're getting it out. But try going back around and, and hitting that prayer up again when you're at a better state of mind and when your frequency is a little bit more higher. So the same thing happens when you cry about you tired of being by yourself. You need to be in a relationship. Okay. Um, a lot of things, you know, a lot. Okay, so. One of the things that I learned um, on research, you know, um, is that it has a lot of people want to connect it to a lot what happens in your dreams. See, dreams, dreams cannot always be taken literally. Okay, so unless you are, like I said, you know, activated to a degree where you can actually decode your own dreams, let alone trying to decode somebody else's. Okay, because dreams are but a collective of symbols, thoughts, ideas, beliefs, images, you know, sounds that are stored away in the consciousness. So, yes, you may have dreams about being pregnant or, you know, you being pregnant in a dream or... Um, you know, different things like that. You might be dreaming about you breastfeeding a baby in the dream and different things like that. And, you know, those, those does not necessarily mean anything is pointing to a spiritual spouse. I'm talking about an energy that is wreaking real live havoc in your physical relationship. I'm talking to people that have had physical experiences where they felt like there were hands on them or that there was a, a energy on them that felt sexual or, or people that have literally had the phenomena of having a, a, a spirit have sex with them. Now, if this isn't you, then click off because it's going to sound like, you know, nonsense or hogwash. But if you've had this happen or you know someone that have had this happen, then you know that it is it, it is a very true thing. So sometimes, again, you know, you, you can have this incubus or succubus energy, but spiritual spouses are not always all the time about sex either. Um, so that's why the question comes up, you know, is it a good thing? Is it a, is it a not-so-good thing? Um what about a spiritual spouse that is in the life of someone like as a as a protective guide, so to speak? So, and I'm just asking the question before somebody else get an opportunity to email me and ask it to me. I can't answer all these emails all the time. I can't do it. My my time is becoming very limited. So I'm going to answer the questions before you all get an opportunity to ask it. Okay, there may be a situation where, you know, and then and then let me let me go ahead and, and say this too. 
we have to be very careful that we're not teeter-tottering on some very thin and dangerous lines that, that can mess up a person's mental, their psychology. See, I need to tell you all, in all fairness, that there are genuine spiritual experiences and then there are people that have psychological problems. Let me just go ahead and say that for the record. Okay? Okay. Can we create certain situations with our mind? Of course we can because the mind is but a tool for creation. But there are instances where there will be energies or entities that will attach to a person. Sometime a person may have even had a spiritual spouse walking with them and, and, and following them since they were a child. So then you might say you that, that you might say that might that might fall under the the, the 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 category of a guide. But at the same time, no, not if you're trying to have sex with me and wreak havoc in my relationships. Now if you're a positive guide that was assigned to me from birth, then you're gonna make sure that you're here <coughs> excuse me, to guide me okay, in the right direction. This is going to be to my greater good and my happiness. You're not going to be trying to destroy every physical relationship that I try to achieve. Okay. How do we how do we break these type of energies? How do we how do we how do we get these type of energies out of our lives? Hmm? You know, um when you're dealing with one of the things that I that I learned is that, you know, sometimes when you have a spiritual spouse, you can you can really have a lot of unnatural desires. You can be led through sexual perversion by uh, sexual spirits. Sexual spirits. Okay. There is a such thing as spiritual husbands and wives. Okay. Like I said, I can't be the end-all, be-all. This is why when I drop a subject on you all, I'm trying to get you to do research. I'm trying to get you to, you know, um, examine a certain thing for yourself. You know, it's very important that you, you know, um, that you examine these things for yourself. You know, um, there must have been some sort of a, a union or a covenant in the spirit realm or something that is, again, passed through, you know, generations. Because, okay, look at it like this. I've talked to sisters, and I can even look within my own family. Um, my mother been married a couple times. My grandmother been married a couple times. I'm on my second marriage. Um, some people... Uh, mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers have been married numerous times. So would that lend something to say, okay, there's something we need to examine here. See, we just totally brush under the rug things that can be inherited spiritually, just like things can be inherited physically, your eye color, your height, your propensity to gain or lose weight. 
you can in- inherit these spiritual things. Okay? There could have been some sort of a soul tie. A soul tie. People that don't feel loved or, or whatnot, they open themselves up. We open. Let me put myself in there, too, because I never like to say you, you, you. You know, we, we open ourselves up, you know, to these type of forces, number one, like I said, by being in a constant low state of mind. Everybody has a, a day here or there where it's just not a good day. Leave me alone. I don't feel like talking. But when you're in a constant state like that, you make it easy for uh, incubus to come and have sex with you. You make it easy to have an ungodly, what, what the spiritual, what the Christian people say is an ungodly soul tie or ungodly, you know, spiritual connection. I say it's ungodly, unwelcome, unwanted, unwarranted, unnecessary. Because the only spiritual relationships that you should be having is the one with the, with, with with your creator and whatever spiritual uh 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 team that was assigned to you by the creator it's very important that you get that it's very important that you get the fact that spiritual wives and spiritual husbands can be real Okay, like I said, there could be some people, you know. Now, what about people who are married? Do you find yourself unattracted to your husband or to your wife? Do you find yourself being right there next to a beautiful woman or a handsome, hard-body man and 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 not being satisfied sexually and then having to to, to, to go off and satisfy yourself? Well, that doesn't that part right there doesn't necessarily mean that you have a spiritual spouse attached to you. That there could be some hormonal issues there. One of y'all could be tired. There could be a lot of you know situations lending to that fact that there's not a sexual desire there between you know two married people. Because again, a marriage also is not all about sex, whether it be a spiritual. Marriage, you know, that is non-existent in, in the physical, or whether it be an actual marriage, it's more than sex. But sex is uh, very important. It's another way to become one with the Creator. So if you're becoming one with something that does not give you the ability to procreate with it. You out here having sex with spirits. And and some people get this. This is where I say the psychological problem comes in at because any of us at any time can be uh, 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 fall prey to an unwanted attack by one of these type of entities. But did you all know, and this is where I say we have to draw the, the very fine line, because did you all know that there are actually some people that this is cool with them? They like it. They don't. This is where I say that there's a thin line and we need to question the psychology of people that say, I would rather be involved with a spiritual spouse, someone that is not in the physical, some entity. And then you don't know what entity you're getting. You think because it feel good. You think it don't feel good? Ask somebody. 
lost somebody that has had that happen to them. All right? So if you're in a relationship or you're married and you're you're constantly having problems and you I mean just it just doesn't seem right like okay every couple disagrees and and they may not see eye to eye in every situation and that's fantastic that's wonderful and that's great but I mean just like for no reason every time you turn a corner it seems like your relationship can't get together and it's something that is pushing you and pushing you to be by yourself, something. And you know you really don't want to be by yourself. Does that make sense? You might be experiencing symptoms of a spiritual marriage. Now, I don't know about you, but I I don't want no spiritual person attached to me talking about I'm their wife. I I don't know about you. That's that's too much right there. I can't see you. I can't knock you out if you get out of hand. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You see, that's why marriage, see, a lot of people who, who say that marriage is not important and it's not necessary to have a church wedding and all this. No, it's not necessary to have a church wedding. But when you... Marriage is a covenant, is a contract. I don't like contract. Let's take because the C-O-N, the con in front of that, because, yeah, some marriages are a contract. But a true divine or divinely inspired, should I say, marriage is, is like a covenant. Not only did two people make with themselves, between themselves, between each other, but also a covenant that they have made with their creator, whatever their tradition spiritually is. Most cultures, most most religions have some sort of provision for the joining together of a man and woman, and we, we send you off in peace. Our ancestors did it, and this is before they was jumping brooms in slavery, you know, uh, chief, chief, uh, uh, chief, Mulenya, it's my brethren, big up my brethren, who just made chief in Kenya. His father passed away. Um, you know, you might have Chief Mulenya over here in this village, and then you might have Chief somebody else over here, and he has some goats and some oxen and some grain for that chief and the other village's daughter. See, there's a provision, there's a covenant, there's a there's a covenant that's made to say, okay, you're gonna you're gonna take care of this woman, you're going to the two of you are gonna grow together, you're gonna make a family, you're gonna make plenty of little 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 babies running around, and the cycle of life continues. What we're talking about is a cycle of life. You can't have cycle of life with a spirit. This is impossible. And anybody that likes it, I'm talking about if you like it, if you like to be pinned down on the bed by an invisible force, held down like how they used to say the witch, what they used to call that, I don't know what they used to call that, they call it the witch or something, when the witch was sitting on your stomach or something like that where you felt like you was kind of paralyzed and you couldn't move. 
some sort some call that a spiritual phenomenon. Some say it's something that happens in the brain, you know, at some some form of a seizure that paralyzes the body. Science always has an explanation for stuff. You know, science and, and, and spirituality have always been trying to box each other, but all they got to do is come together and realize that it's almost the same thing. Can't have one without the other, not really. But if you like that, now we have to question, is there some sort of spiritual deceit? Because, see, that, this is what evil, negative, wicked, bomb-clad spirit them do. They isolate you. They make you think that that's all right for you to be by yourself, locked up in an apartment, taking off your clothes, lighting candles around the room. I'm not saying I, I did any of this, but I can see people in the spirit doing this and, and preparing yourself to have sex with some sort of an invisible force. Now we need to figure out what's happening because Houston, we have a problem. I'm not talking about an attack that comes and you recognize, oh, something happened. I need to get to a pastor. I need to get to an imam. I need to get to a baba. I need to get to a bath full of salt water. I need to do something to clear this energy off of me because something ain't right. Anybody, any one of us, any man, any woman can fall victim to that sort of attack. If, let me say if, let me go ahead and put that big if in there, capital I, capital F, two underlines, and two exclamation points. If. You are not divinely protected. See, that was the whole missing part right there. I knew somebody was waiting to hear that, probably my mama. If you're not divinely protected and under the protection of divine authority, most high from the creator, if your angels are not around you, then sure, you, 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 can, you can fall victim to that. Okay, this is why it's very important that we, that we, whatever your spiritual background is, this is why it's very important. So we know that any of us can fall victim to that. So the way to break these things out of you, away from you, family, is to demand, first of all, one thing that you can do is just simply command. And whatever your power, if you say in the name of Jesus, fantastic. If you say by the powers vested in me, fantastic. By the powers of Muhammad, whatever you say, you need to command. Whatever your belief is, you need to command first and foremost that these spirits leave you in the name of whatever your God or your tradition is. You need to break all covenants. You need to, you need to, you need to first of all get under the protection, get some spiritual backup, as I like to call it. Get your spiritual team cracking. And you need to you need to dissolve these spiritual contracts. You may need to, 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 to go into meditation, into a deep meditation, and ask to be met by an angel or something so that this, this contract can be dissolved. Burn it up. Don't just cut it up, burn it up. Send it back to where it came from. Alright. So I hope that you guys enjoyed that little brief talk on uh, spiritual spouses, spiritual wives and husbands. It is something that can happen. It is something that, that people can fall prey to. It is something that people are experiencing every day, and it's something that we need to help brothers and sisters uh, get up off of that. You know, we need to, we need, we need, we need more love and we need more of the creator's energy on this planet right now. All right. As always, it's been your girl, it's been your sister, and
your 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 sister and Aphrodite Stone, the starseed healer. And I, I wish you all love. I wish if you had a spiritual spouse that you divorce them right now because you don't need them. All right. Until next time, I leave you guys in the peace, love, and oneness of the infinite Creator. Class, this man.